Hey, my name is Yolanda and welcome to Frank Factualities, the podcast. Tune in each week as I speak frankly about life experiences from my perspective and offer you a bit of unsolicited advice. Let's take a little time to laugh, to think, and to cry as we tackle some serious topics and some not so serious topics. Be sure you subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Welcome to Frank Factualities, the podcast. I am your host, Yolanda. Thank you all for returning for another episode and another week of me and my shenanigans. I appreciate each and every one of you all. How have you all been? How was your holiday? I hope it was great. I hope you spent some time with your family and enjoyed the meal or meals that were prepared for you. I had a good time. Um, as I told you all, I was very stressed out trying to prepare all of that food, but it was all worth it in the end and everything was great. And I now feel like I need to detox for a good two weeks. Um, I can't eat anything else or I will not be able to fit anything in my closet like now, but that's another story. I'm not going to get depressed again, thinking about the number on the scale. Anyway, let's get straight into street talk. Uh, what do I want to update you guys on? Well, you know, the case that we were talking about with the young lady who went to uh, Mexico with her friends and she ended up dying there. There's been an arrest in that situation. I think they said it was one female who happened to be the aggressor. I am assuming that's the lady from the film, uh, the video that was released. However, they were they later said that a lot of the girls or all of the women actually took around, unfortunately. So I'm not sure which one, but they're also considering sending her back to Mexico to stand uh, there against those charges. So I don't know, but just kind of keep yourself posted with that situation because justice definitely needs to be served. Um, did any of you guys, or do y'all still watch awards because the soul train awards was on this past weekend as well. I watched, I always felt like soul train awards, BET soul train that is guys, um, are for my generation because I always like, okay, they, they're going to have people that I know. Not that I don't know who's on these other awards because I try to keep my head to the streets <laughs> and update it with everything that goes on music wise. And even if I don't know the people's name, I typically know the songs if they're a popular song um, or sometimes I'll know the name of the person and not the song because of social media. But either way, this year's Soul Train Award was a little whack, but all the drama with Escape kind of had me uh, tuned in because I wanted to see how everybody's face was with Tasha uh, with that green dress. And, you know, apparently she showed up to the award show not dressed as everyone else. They had had a color theme, which looked to be like gold shimmery. And she came with the green dress on. Then, of course, it, it kind of played out on social media, but all this took place prior to the actual award show being premiered. So I kind of wanted to see that, honestly, but really wasn't nothing to it. They did a great job of being professionals because I couldn't tell that there was drama or that she wasn't supposed to wear that dress. So I think they did a great job with that. Kudos to those ladies for just being professional and keeping it professional even if it didn't seem that way on social media because they were going in. And then shortly after the award show premiered, uh, Tasha had her own drama with this young lady's phone. Well, she said her phone was hacked, but a picture got posted of 
her, the, this lady and Tasha's husband. And she was saying that she was having an affair with the husband and she posted a sonogram and said she wanted to come out because she was tired of living a lie. And then all of a sudden she said, oh, my phone got hacked. I'm sorry for a ruin. I don't know why this picture has been ruining my life and the life of other people. It was just a random photo. Now, I have an opinion on that, but hey, the lady said it. It's, she got hacked. We're going to let her stick to her story. But we all know that. Yeah. He threatened her after she said made that statement to tell her that she needed to fix it. And that was the lie she decided to come up with. So we're going to let her have it. It is what it is. So we're going to get into the topic of the day, which is sexual partners, by the way. So if you got kids in the car because you listen to this while you're driving, you might not want to finish listening to this. Um, but that's what we're going to talk about today because I was watching Family Feud as I do on a daily basis. And then it kind of runs into Jeopardy because I like to watch that as well. And there was a question on Family Feud that was like, how many like sexual partners has the average person had? And I, it might have said, they may have said women or men. I can't remember. But it was definitely about sexual partners. And, you know, they were guessing. That was like a fast money question. So, you know, you just get to guess and then they'll tell you how many people said that answer. But what Steve Harvey said, you know, he has his opinion on a lot of things. He said that if you are a woman, that you should never say any number higher than three. That is two people prior to the person that you're with currently. So the current person should be the third person. So that should always be your number, regardless of how many, how many men you've slept with. So I'm posing the question to you all, is there such a thing as like too many partners? And is that really anybody's business? Because honestly, I think everybody lies. And if you don't lie, you just don't say. And should we really be telling people how many partners we've had? And does it differ if you are a man or a woman, right? That's what we want to talk about. So let's get into it. I agree with Steve in a sense. I think that you should lie about your sexual partners because you're going to be judged for them. Even if it's too few, sometimes you will be judged for that. I've heard men say, I'm going to date a virgin. I don't want to have sex with somebody who's not experienced. I don't want to have to teach anybody anything, right? And then, of course, if you had too many partners as a woman, they're going to be like, oh, she a hoe. As a man, I don't even know if we women ask you all. I don't think I've ever, unless somebody asked me, said, well, how many partners have you had? But do we really tell the truth? I mean, or do you even remember if you were a man, if you've had so many partners? Are you just taking a random guess? Oh, I had a couple, a few, whatever. I don't think it's anybody's business. I think that to me, and this is personally, I feel like, if it was a guy, it mattered to me the type of women that he was sleeping with more so than the number of women, because that kind of just tells you what type of person this person is and whether or not I want to lay down with them and possibly risk my life. I think the older I get, the more cautious I am um, with stuff like that and things like of that nature kind of gross me out. I was, all of us were, not just me. We all were a little reckless when we were young. You know, you kind of, you know about it, but we were, okay, I can get pregnant. But there's so many other things out there besides being pregnant. And I think for a woman, a lot of times when we're sleeping with people, that's what we typically think. Oh, I don't want to have a baby. No, I, I don't want to catch syphilis. I don't want to have herpes. I don't want to catch HIV. You know, obviously the, there are people that have these things, but I want to protect myself so that I don't have that, you know, no dig or shade to those people who have unfortunately been caught up in that situation. But these are the thing, things that I think about before I sleep with somebody, period, whether it's protected or unprotected. That's what I'm concerned with. And the reason I say that is because I remember 
dealing with a guy for the first time and I was asking, you know, this was way back in the day. I probably was like early 20s maybe. And I was telling him like, I want you to use a condom. And then he goes, well, I don't use condoms. Now, mind you, this dude already had like multiple kids by multiple different women. And I already know that he was currently messing with multiple people because we weren't in a relationship. And for you to tell me that you're not going, you don't ever use condoms. That is a red flag. Not only is it a red flag, but it's gross. I'm sorry. That is nasty. So you will never touch me in that way for you to tell me you never use condoms. It's a difference if you happen to slip up a couple of times or, you know, you didn't wear a condom with your baby mamas or whatever. But to say I don't wear condoms, like that's what you said. Out your mouth. I don't wear condoms. Oh, my God. How reckless can you be? So after that, as you can imagine, for somebody like me. I look at a dude sideways if they were trying to have sex with me and didn't want to use a condom. That's a red flag. I know women may think that that's flattering or man may think it's flattering for a woman to be like, oh, you don't have to use a condom. No, that's a red flag. That is nasty. You don't even know me. And even if we've been talking for a few times and you don't know my history, you don't know what I'm dealing with. You don't know what I got. Like at least protect yourself until you're comfortable enough where if something pop off, you know where my mama stay. You know what I'm saying? Like, I that's just nasty. I don't know how else to put it. So I read this article and um, I was just glimpsing. I took a glimpse at this article that was saying that the average person, not male or female, average person in the United States have had at least 10 to 11 partners in their lifetime. Now, some of y'all done had 10, 11 before you turned 25. So just imagine if we talk about your lifetime, because with all due respect, some of y'all may stop counting before you when you got married, but still got shenanigans going on. But we talk about lifetime. So in a lifetime, you mean to tell me we're going to stick to our three number? And, And some people can't, because if you got multiple baby daddies or mamas, then you already got to start with that number. And then that got to go up a little bit more. So you some people can't start until they get to six. You get what I'm saying? Because I got to count the three baby daddies and then the other dudes I did. Everybody know I was in a relationship with, but we ain't have any kids. And then I got to count you, the current partner. So is 10 or 11 too many for anybody, male or female? I don't know. I guess to me, I think it would depend on the age of a person. If somebody was saying that they were in their 50s or 60s and they had 10 partners, I wouldn't think man or woman that that was a high number. But they did say in a lifetime. So that's what the average is. Obviously, you got people on the very low end of that spectrum and you got people on the very high end of the spectrum. I know I don't know what celebrity it was. I think it may have been like a B-list celebrity, though. Uh, They were interviewing him. And I just remember him saying that he had over 300 partners. Now, that is a lot. But now what are you counting? Like, are you counting like orgies? Because now. Y'all men may already know this, but, and maybe y'all do it too. I don't know. But we women like don't count people for real, for real. Outside of lying about the number anyway, there are times that we won't count. If y'all are like quick on the draw and it popped off, but it happened like two minutes and I ain't get mine or the woman ain't get theirs. We probably not counting that. I'm just going to be honest. That's like, oh, we didn't have sex. Even though technically you did, but we didn't. So there are instances where people won't count. And it isn't just if it's if you quick on the draw, it could be that uh, 
it was one time, you know, some people don't count one night stands because they don't know the person. They don't remember it. It was just a brief thing. You don't encounter it. Some people might not encounter the multiple people if it's in a threesome or orgy or getting the train ran on them. They just may count it as like a session. So like because there's so many like ways that people, I guess, kind of uh, how their mind works, because everybody thinks something totally different about sex. So in that article that I mentioned about the average, I read something else. And I normally like to say where I read it from so that I don't, these aren't my my words or my thoughts. But the article said that, and this is pertaining to women, that a woman who's had multiple partners, sexually that is, is more likely to not be promiscuous, but not take relationship as seriously, not be in relationships long. They tend to break up quicker than a woman who has had less sexual partners. They tend to maybe in marriages sooner. Now, I guess what they're saying is that these women don't necessarily value sex and don't put as much stock on relationships with men Whereas a lot of women who haven't had a lot of sexual partners see sex as, okay, I'm sharing my body with someone. This is intimate. You've seen those memes, you know, my soul is connecting with your soul and blah, 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 blah. Um, I also say that women, because I am a woman who has had sexual trauma, a lot of times we too don't deem sex uh, as something that equates to love or uh, that is of value in a relationship because of past traumas. So I can understand that concept of what they're saying with a woman who's had multiple partners. I get it, but I still think it's a, it's on an individual basis. I think, I don't think you can lump all women. And again, what do you deem multiple partners? Are you talking about the women who break the average and when they over the 10 Are you talking about women who are like at the extreme who's had maybe 50 or more partners? I know it's a podcast called Horrible Decisions and it's like horrible, like horror, like the word horror. I don't know. Uh, It's on Black Effect. I don't know if you guys have watched that, but sometimes uh, their reels will come up on social media. But I listen to their podcast. Those girls are super funny, by the way. I like listening to it. But if you are sexually liberated or even just are not like squimish when it comes to and I don't even know if that's the word, but it sounds right. So we're going to roll with it. Uh, if you are and you don't like talking about sex, then that's a different story. But if you want to learn stuff and just want to know about all kind of like kinky sexual things, that's a great show to watch, by the way. But anyway, you're not going to tell me those Google's girls care anything about their body count or anything about, okay, or that love and sex are one and the same and that I can't have sex with a man unless I love them or I don't feel a connection with the person unless we've had sex. Like, I just think that it's different. But if I had to give any advice, it would be, it ain't nobody business. Even if you are getting married to someone, I think that you should tread water lightly when it comes to expressing what you've done in the past. Sometimes we really do need to just leave the past in the past and not hash up all of these different things. Those things can really hurt you in a sense. It can be used against you. And for all accounts, I mean, it's rarely that any of those experiences are that memorable. And the ones that are, you will remember. The ones that aren't, then you won't. And it is what it is. It matters about what we're doing right now and that we are doing what we want to do. But I know it's a double standard. I know that it, it 
for ladies is something totally different. And we have to, which is why we say to lie, but we have to stay in this range. Otherwise people will deem us, but we can't be as sexually liberated as a man and just say, oh, it is what it is. And because they are going to look at us some type of way. But men, we do look at y'all some type of way too. Again, for me, it's the particular woman you sleep with and not necessarily uh, the number because were you just in so many relationships? Were you messing with women from the strip club or strippers? Or do you trick? Do you like that is those things matter. So I got to know the details of those things prior to. It's definitely a conversation I think that needs to be had. If you plan to, to me, this is just me, have unprotected sex maybe with somebody. Uh, condoms typically work unless you're just reckless. Um, I remember y'all, I had a guy that used to take the condom off and I know y'all probably heard of that and thought like, how would you not know? But if you in the middle of it and you got all these funky positions and things are going on, what they do is just like slip it off. And I, when I found out because, and then when I found out, then they confess like, okay, I always do this. And yeah, you can say like, you couldn't tell the difference or whatever. It depends, you know, it depends, again, the angle, the the time, if this is a first round, second round, like to me, all those things matter whether or not you can tell the difference between the transition, the transition, because if your body is doing some things because you in the heat of the moment, sometimes you're, um, how can I say this as non-graphic as I can, if your body, um, has a little bit more uh is is lubricating a little bit different because you in the heat of the moment then you may just think it's you and it's like it's getting better because you feeling it better and it's about that time and not necessarily like wait a minute something happened now that been the younger me the, the old me no all right but the younger me eh, sometimes you're just like wait a minute and something just done got little okay and you just kind of let it ride but long and short people do that is what i'm saying so i think it's important for you to know who you're sleeping with and know who they potentially sleep with we have so many different open relationships now or relationships that uh, are just uh, jump offs and one night stands and all these things it's just important to know who it is that you're sleeping with or be really cautious about uh, protecting yourself and making sure that you protect yourself and it not just be, we not going to use condoms. We only going to put the condom on for a little while or whatever it is. No, we got to wear a condom all the time. And you just got to make sure that you are being protected. I think it's nothing wrong with a woman wanting to have sex with multiple people. If that's what she chooses to do or a man, it ain't my business. But I do think it's important to protect yourself because you don't know later on in life what it is that you may want to get into. And you want to put yourself in a position that you can be with a partner and not have any type of secrets or skeletons that you got to confess because of your scandalous past. So with anything that you're going to do that has a risk attached to it, it ain't just sex, but a lot of things we do in life have risks attached to them. You got to make sure you know what the risks are and you have to make sure you are protecting yourself against whatever the risks are going to be whenever doing that action. So listen, I, I don't judge. Like I said, I don't, I say do what you want to do as a person. I think, like I said, you should just protect yourself. And I'm not talking to no little girl or little boys out there. I am talking to grown men and grown women who are of age and have the right to consent to any type of sexual behavior. So a lot of times when we talk about these things, people get it all screwed up. No, I'm talking to grown people and only grown people should be listening and um, participating in a sexual conversation. At the end of the day, with that out of the way and being said, 
don't be so judgmental on people with multiple partners. Um, I would say that that's my wrap up. That's my frankly, the fact of the matter is because we don't know how they view sex, whether or not sex is just an action, uh, whether or not sex is just, okay, I am horny. So because I am horny, like a dog in heat almost, I hate to say it, but I just need sex because my body says I need it. Not because it's like, oh, I only want to give myself to someone that I love. Uh, but my body says I need to have an orgasm. And so I need sex so that I can get this pressure off me. Okay. That is a thing. Okay. That is not just for men. That is a thing like, okay, the pressure and I got to get it off. So that's women. I was having a talk in the salon today and and the ladies were saying like, when you over 50, like, Ooh, it's another level of like, I got to have it. I, you know, Hey, I'm looking forward to it, right? If that's it, okay, I'm down. If getting older means it get better, then I'm with it. I'm all for it. But all I'm saying is that that happens for women too. So we shouldn't men be as quick to put a label on women who just get to know the woman and make sure you understand what their reason and how uh, behind the way that they move and navigate through life. So you will find out whether or not this woman is a responsible woman or not, because to me, that matters more so than an actual count, because we ain't going to tell the truth anyway, just like you're not going to tell the truth. So what's the use of judging on a number when it ain't the true number anyway? And I would give you a number to say, hey, if they give you this number, subtract, but that number can be so far from the truth. It's just ridiculous. So just know that when you ask the person, they lying, man or woman. And that's it. That's all I got for you guys. Um, I really want to say that my next episode is the 50th episode. And maybe I'll have somebody on. Don't quote me on that because that means I got to find the person and make them commit to it. And I don't know. But I want to do something kind of different, maybe for my 50th episode, but we'll see. And then, of course, I I told you all for the Christmas uh, week, I want to do maybe like the best way uh, or how to get the perfect gift or something. So look forward to those things. Thank you all for sticking in there with me. And then on my break, I am for the new year, guys, I want you to get ready for it. I know that if you are listening to me, you are an avid podcast listener and I know that that's a different audience that's typically an audio audience and you all are just listening to listen again cleaning up driving in the bed ready to fall asleep while you're sleeping whatever but there are some people who are visual and want a visual version of a podcast and so I as I told you all we're prepping for that and I've gotten most of the kinks and things kind of worked out my son is probably going to be my little media uh, (laughs) media expert and helper because he works YouTube a little bit better than me but I am going to launch my YouTube channel at the top of the year so look for I look forward to that and I don't look forward to that I am so not a on the camera show my face type of person I'm probably going to be uh, the Wendy Williams of a podcast and that remember when she used to like pull stuff out her wig and like uh, chew gum and burp and do all that stuff I I am not that like okay I gotta have makeup on and I need to be like prim and proper I'm probably going to be in my house clothes sometime. I, I just can't see myself like getting ready to sit in front of my camera and make sure that I'm like together. So I probably won't be. I'm going to be my normal self. Like I look on my reels on Instagram, which is usually no makeup or anything. Maybe sometimes because it's a few seconds, I gloss over a nice little filter on top of it. But I record it regular. 
And um, but when you're uh, recording like a long video like that, then typically you can't use any type of like Snapchatty type filters, which I don't use a Snapchat filter. I'm a little bit more advanced than that. I have my own little app. <laughs> but anyway, uh, I'm rambling now. But my point was I am launching a YouTube channel. It will be called Frank Factualities as well. So um, that will be at the top of the year, which will be like around my year anniversary of this podcast. Much, 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 much love to all of you guys for listening. I appreciate each and every one of you. So and until next week, I'll holla at you all. Bye.